present, not perfect. All of us from time to time wrestle with spending time with God. Even if we're faithful to a particular time of day, there are times when we struggle to get up, you know, and get going, find space to recognize God. And as a matter of fact, it's not only true of God, but it's also true of spending time with people. People are important. They help to define the person we are and have become. And on the other side of Thanksgiving, having enjoyed the camaraderie of family and food and friends, fellowship, we take inventory of the experience. We listen to stories of childhood events, reminisce about old friends, get acquainted with relatives we've not seen in a while and come away with one clear fact. Nobody is perfect. We all have issues in one way or another. Our strengths are someone else's weaknesses and vice versa. But our interaction with one another is not about who's strongest or weakest, but that we are present with each other. There is a commonality about being human that we can't escape. At some point in our journey, we need someone. We need someone to be present. And oftentimes, y'all, we don't know who that is. Just somebody somewhere who will bring clarity and perspective to what we may be going through at the time. We need them to be present, not perfect. I was in a meeting not long ago and I heard a colleague make this statement and it stuck with me. Often we discount our presence because of the mistakes we make, the shortcomings we have or the bad choices we've made along the way. We catalog ourselves as useless or of none effect simply because we are what everybody else is, which is human. It's a part of what we are to fail and succeed. That's what we do. But here's the good part. Are you listening? Out of our mistakes, we learn. We learn what not to do, and then we pass it on. But if we discount the experiences we have in the face of the mistakes we make, how will any of us get better? Through the shared community of humanity, we get better, y'all. We invent, we grow, we overcome, we strategize, we expand, we become. It's a hard lesson to learn because we want to be perfect, you see. We, we don't want anyone to know our shortcomings or misgivings or our mistakes or our bad habits. But none of the positive things we enjoy are possible without the imperfections. And just for the record, hear me, we have a communal duty to share our mistakes. You don't have the right to keep your mistakes to yourself. You may think you do, but you don't. We are in this thing together. We are in the business of growing together. And a person can't grow without the right information. Your life is valuable to what the, to what the rest of us become. You have a responsibility to talk about your pain, your issues, so that we don't incur the same casualties over and over and over again. When soldiers become injured on the battlefield, y'all, they talk about the places that caused the wounds. Why? So that those who are going out into battle will not incur the same wounds. It is an intentional strategy. Their information is critical to the safety of the other soldiers. If we are going to advance as a people, as a nation, as a church, we must talk about our injuries and our issues. We must engage around the subjects that will make us better. But let me warn you, mistakes and failures are hard to talk about. They cause old wounds to surface. They give evidence of what we are not. 
They, as a matter of fact, listen, they can create more conflict than we had before, but that is the nature of addressing problems. Sometimes they create more problems, but they will also more than likely create a better solution. So I come back to the statement my colleague made. It's not about being perfect. It's about being present. Our presence creates the climate for answers that make us all better. God calls it confession. When we think about the word confession, it usually has a negative connotation, and that's one way to look at it. But what it really means is to disclose with the intent to expose so that one can live free and clear. To confess allows us to be free to approach God and people with a sense of hope that life will not go on as usual. To some degree, it'll operate as a reset button in our lives and in our hearts. Listen to what James chapter 5, verse 16 says. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Confession creates the climate for our issues to be heard, which hopefully creates empathy in the hearts of those who hear to pray so that as you pray for each other, God can heal us all. There's nothing like coming clean when you're trying to make things better. Your hangups will keep me from being hung up. The lessons you learn may keep me from the same mistakes. Confession is about accountability. We take responsibility for our mistakes or our pain with the intent to do and be better in the future. When we share our shortcomings, we empower the community of believers with the tools it needs to do and be better. God calls us to be present. When we get right down to it, that is what confession is all about. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. It also says there is none good but the father. So if you're waiting for the right opportunity to be perfect so that you can tell God and tell people, guess what? It ain't coming. It's, it's not coming. You, God, God works on us so that we become better or perfect. He perfects us day by day. So take this moment and tell God about your issues. Then go tell someone you can trust so that you can be free and clear. Who knows? Who knows? Your confession may help them with something they're going through right now. Remember, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have it all together. As a matter of fact, listen, you can be imperfect and still be useful in the kingdom of God. Jesus did not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. It is out of our confession of guilt that we find our voice. Out of our pain, misery, and woes, we help someone else to live. And that's what it's all about, helping someone else to live. Ain't it just like God to take a mess and turn it into a message? And by the way, you don't have to worry about telling God uh, about your issues. His grace is made perfect in our weakness. And I promise you'll be better after it's over. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church Indian Trail, Marshville, North Carolina. And you've been listening to Soul Food.